and rest for my weary soul. Up ahead, ahead there's peace and contentment. Everybody will be happy and whole. You know that I'll be, I'll be at home with Jesus where tears will never be shed. Though so often this road gets rough and rocky, still I know one lies ahead. Though so often this road gets rough and rocky, still I know one lies ahead. Well, good morning. And welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Hope you're doing good this morning. I want to thank you for taking time uh, to join with us as we're studying God's Word together. We've been looking now in chapter number one of Luke's Gospel, and we've entitled this study. A journey through Luke, and I hope and pray uh, that it will be a blessing and a benefit to you as we study God's Word together. We've again been looking uh, for the past few days at this wonderful chapter. Just a quick review this morning. We have been introduced to Zacharias and Elizabeth, and Zacharias, the name means jaw has remembered. And Elizabeth means the God of the oath. Two wonderful and uh, godly names for godly people. Zacharias was a priest, and Elizabeth, his wife, was also a descendant of Aaron. And that simply means that her father was also a priest. We found out in our Bible study together that Zacharias and Elizabeth were righteous people, and the Bible says that they were blameless. That means simply that they lived a clean and moral life. Let me say this. There is a, that's a good compliment and a testimony uh, to be given of people uh, who live for the Lord. They should have that kind of testimony without. In other words, without uh, themselves, around other people, they should have that kind of testimony. One problem that Zacharias and Elizabeth had is they had a desire all their life, there's no doubt, to have a, a child. And uh, they were barren. They didn't have any children. They, they had grown old, and now they had well past the age of, of having children, and now uh, in their old age, they were childless. Zacharias was of the course of Abiah. This simply means that uh, he was a part of the priesthood that took place and took part in the temple service at a certain particular time twice a year. And as I think of this, this very likely was the only time that Zacharias would ever be inside the temple doing what he was doing, and that was uh, the great honor. The lot had fell upon him uh, to burn the incense at the altar in the holy place. Now, let me say this. It was no co coincidence with God 
and God brought this. It may have been drawn by Lot, but it was God's sovereignty that brought Zacharias to this place. And again, it was a great honor to, to, to be a priest and to perform uh, such a duty there in the temple. And again, now the 400 years of silence is going to be broken because the Lord is going to speak from heaven. He's going to send his messenger, the angel, to Zacharias there in the temple. And as we looked the last time, we, we looked at the thought about uh, the suddenness of the appearance of this angel. And I want to read to you in verse number 13, if we can, this morning, and we're going to look at the latter part of the verse as we've studied this verse yesterday. But we're going to come back to the very last few words of the verse. Verse number 13 of Luke 1, But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard. Thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son. Thou shalt call his name John. Now, today, as we're looking at this, we must realize the angel commands Zacharias to name this boy, this son that is to be born, this baby that is to be born, he is to name him John. And it's very important that we think about that. Uh, it, I believe that it was God's will for him to be named John. And as I think about this, the New Testament, as we come to the New Testament and we look, we understand and realize that the New Testament uh, was written in the Greek language. And they used the adopted Hebrew name, Johan. As I think about that, that is the name John in the Hebrew. It's the same meaning. Later, that word Johan would be, be changed to Johannes, in Latin, and then in our English rendering, we would come to the conclusion of the name John. And I love that name John. The English rendering of this Hebrew word, Johan, and as I think about that, the name has a great importance. As we've already been talking about the importance of names, and Zacharias's name and Elizabeth's name both are very important because they both give glory to God. And so the name John is no less important. And it really, literally, the Hebrew meaning of the name John means Yahweh is gracious. And I'll say, amen, he is gracious. And think about this with me. The name John is just a common name to most people. But most people don't realize the divine meaning behind the name John, for it is a name that is a wonderful name, the word John. The name John, Yahweh is gracious. John has been predominantly used as a male name, and uh, there may be a, a girl who uses a, a, who is given a deviation of, of the name John, and she might have been called Johnny, and we know some uh, ladies that have that name, and that's great. Uh, but Yahweh is gracious. As we think about John, and uh, there, there are many other 
uh, female deviations for the name John. I'm going to just list a few in your hearing as you think about that because uh, Yahweh is gracious to men and women alike. And it's not just for the men, amen. Uh, he is gracious to uh, the female population as well. And so when we hear the name Jackie, that is a deviation of the name John, Jacqueline, Jana, Jane, Janet, Jeannie, or Jeannie with an I or E, and Joan, and Joanna, and also Johanna. Those are deviations of the name of John, which means Yahweh is gracious. So when we hear the name John, we should be reminded, as the Hebrews were reminded, oftentimes in our English language, we just, we just know the word and we don't even think about the meaning of the word. The word John is a very, very important and powerful name. In the New Testament, we find two Johns mentioned. And the first one I want to talk about is John the Beloved. He's the one that laid his head upon the breast of the Lord Jesus and heard the heartbeat of God. I marvel at that. John was one of the twelve disciples. He was called. He was a fisherman who was called uh, to follow Jesus. And later he would become more than just a disciple, a learner. He would become John the Apostle. And what a special role he had in his life. He was the writer, the author, the human penman of the Gospel of John. First and second and third John as well. And the book of Revelation. And so we find the word, the name, John, Yahweh, is gracious. And we would have to say in the life of John the Beloved we would have to say that is true. But as we think about this John we're talking about, who is going to be named John, the first, the, the angel who is proclaiming to Zacharias, you will call his name John. This John is none other than John the Baptist. And he will be the son of Zacharias and Elizabeth. And he will be the forerunner of Christ, prophesied many times over in the Old Testament. And I'm thankful for that. The name John itself, and I want to think about that in closing this morning. And I see our time is very swiftly getting away from us today. But the name John became very popular in England from about the uh, the 1200s all the way actually to the 20th century. The name John was very extremely in popularity in England. In fact, during those years, it was the most common name for boys. And sometimes it was uh, outstripped by the name William. But for the most part, John was, over the course of history, was the most popular name. In fact, it is thought to have been given to approximately one-fifth of all English boys in the Middle Ages. So you can see the name John was a very popular name. And even in these United States of America, it was the most common name for boys up until the 1920s. In fact, 
uh, it's, it's recorded until 1923 that it was the number one most common name for boys. John has been the name of kings and emperors. John has been the name of poets and patriots and even American presidents. And as I think about this this morning, and I read verse number 13 of Luke chapter number 1, But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, but thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John, Yahweh is gracious. And I thank God for the grace of God. Boy, the forerunner of Jesus Christ is talking about the good, marvelous grace that is to come. So, Lord willing, we'll pick up here on our next time together, and we're looking forward to that. We'll look at verse number 14 and forward of Luke's Gospel, chapter 1. Thank you for being with us today, and may God bless you as our prayer. Lord willing, we'll see you again for the next Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. Till then, this is Pastor Donnie Shumate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina, bidding you a great day. God bless you as our prayer. Bye-bye. You know that